Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Lamp. I'm your host, James Lampion, and my guest today is the owner of Classy Entertainment, Miss Danzy God. Thank you for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. Oh yeah, we we look, we didn't we didn't reschedule about nine times. And I know, it, I know it. <laughs> <laughs> I know it. We've been busy, busy. <laughs> well, look, one of the reasons we so busy is because of all the things you're doing with your management groups. So I wanted to get a chance to talk about that. Okay. So, um, again, thank you so much for having me. Um, my entertainment company is called Classy Entertainment, where I do manage, book, promote, all things related to artists and bands um, here in the Atlanta area. Um, my band is Ear Candy Experience, and that's candy with a K. Um, and then I have other um, artists as well up under that umbrella. Um, but that's that's that. We also have a recording studio where artists can come in and record. They can also film um, music videos. It's just a lot going on, and I'm excited. I'm I'm excited for it. How did you get into it, man? Okay, <laughs> so I stumbled into it. Like so, so anything art related has always been like my passion. But from having you know, children, getting married, you tend to lose the things that you tend to enjoy. Or you just, it just happens, like, naturally, where you tend, as a, as a wife and mother, I can only speak from that aspect, is we tend to just totally go into that, those two roles. And so I kind of forgot about arts, but not really. I, I mean, I knew I enjoyed them, but I didn't really, like, I wasn't, like, involved in them anymore. And so one day, I, I just happened to be going to see a band at this place here in Atlanta off of uh, Wendy Hill Road. And the drummer, um, he and I became really good friends. And he was like, oh my God, you always like articulate well. I would ask him questions about where are you doing this? Are you doing that? What about this? Do you have a website? Do you have people? Do you have, what, what, tell me about your, your band. And so one day somebody came up to him to talk <laughs> after an event. He was like, hey, I want to get you in contact with my manager. And I was like, my acting skills came on because then I was like, hi, my name is DMZ. <laughs> nice to meet you. You're interested? Like, you know, tell me a little bit about what you're meeting. And then the questions, <laughs> the, the questions naturally flow because my background is also sales. So I'm more of like consultative in my approach to gaining clients. I ask them, you know, like open-ended questions to where they tell me about themselves. They tell me about their budget before they know it. They told me about their dog and their grandma. And I can have personal touches with every single person that I'm, I'm in contact with. And then he was like, you know, I was, you know, I was really kind of didn't want to talk to that person, but you were amazing. And so I kind of stumbled in it. And then eventually it became like this major business, like where it's a legitimate business. And I, I never would have thought it if he hadn't thrown me in there. Um, and it's, it's what I love to do. I absolutely love it. What did he, so what did you say to him afterwards? I said, oh my God, like, what the heck were you thinking? Like, how did you know I wasn't going to stumble or, or mess up? Or he was like, no, I've been watching you. Like, you talk to people. Like, you, you are very good with people. Like, you talk to people. You can communicate with them. You're actually interested. And even if you're not interested in them, they think you're interested in their life. <laughs> <laughs> and I need someone like that on my team. And I was like, okay, well, all right, let's talk. And so then we set up a meeting to talk about, you know, expectations from both sides. And it went from there. Um, and I've been doing that for three years now. And it is, it has definitely taken off in more ways than I can ever imagine. Wow. So it's been three years? It has. Damn. 
it has been three years. At first, it was just kind of like a thing that I was doing where it was, okay, I'll talk to a venue that they've already been to to get them rebooked in or something like that. But then I found myself reaching out to other venues and then word of mouth and people actually calling me because the band members are now giving them my phone number. And I'm like, hey, wait, hold up. I need to get some business cards. I need to get, you know, banners. I need to get, and before I knew it, it, it <laughs> my ideas were like flourishing right before me. <laughs> so, you know, um, it, 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 I promise you, like it, it's not something that I planned. It's not something I ever thought I would ever do. It's not even something I thought I would be good at because quite frankly, it involves you being gone from home a lot. Um, you're constantly on the phone. And I hate talking on the phone, but I guess when, when money calling, everybody gonna answer. So, <laughs> you know, I, I like that. I, when I see the number, not programmed on my phone, I'm like, this gotta be money. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you, know, you kind of put on what you need to put on to get through. And, and it's fun. It's, it's legitimately fun. And I found that in these last three years, I like rediscovered or not even rediscovered, but just redefined who I was as, as Danzy, not a wife, not a mother, just Danzy. And that in itself was so rewarding for me. I'm gonna I'm I'm get back to that in a second, but I, mm-hmm. I gotta ask this question before I forget. If you had actually had the chance to think about it and, and it didn't happen so fast, would you have still done it? Probably, because the empowering moment for me was knowing that there's this six, seven man, because the man was tall that he threw me to. I'm five, four. With heels, I'm probably five, ten. Nothing in comparison to him. And I, I walked up to him just like any other boss would, shook his hand, looked him square in the eye, and it was business for me. So, it, like I said, I have a, a acting and a theater background, so it was like lights, camera, action for me. And it was like, I'm not going to fail at this. First of all, I'm not going to make myself look bad. <laughs> like, everybody else. I'm going to look good. And when he's done talking to me, he's going to be able to tell them, that woman is sharp. Like, whoever got you here, like, they definitely did the right thing. And that's that's what that felt. That was empowering for me. Because I wasn't talking about school and football and what we're going to cook and what we're going to clean. It was something I was doing for myself. So it was it, even if I had thought about it, I would have been like, why didn't I do this a long time ago? You brought up the family element. You talked about like mm-hmm. being a wife and a mother. Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. feel like you it, listening to your answer almost found sounds like you lost your identity? Is that a fair statement? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. I was married very young, you know, twenty one. By the time I was twenty seven, I had three children. So I was, my all of my twenties were pregnant. I'm like, people are like, what were you doing in your twenties? I'm like, pregnant, knocked up, you know. <laughs> Like that was what was me, and I I woke up one day and was like, what, what, what do you like to do, dance? Like I used to dance, I and I say dance, I mean ballet, tap, jazz, modern, African, every type of dance form that you can think of, I did it. And I looked up, I'm like, you don't do that anymore. I used to perform on stages, like plays and things of that nature. I wasn't doing that anymore. I'm like, what do you do that you like to do? And besides run up and down the field screaming for your child team. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, and then I, I I said, God, that's so sad. Like, I'm like, I know there are other people that feel like this besides me. Um, but then this this opportunity just dropped in my lap, you know? And it's almost like I felt like there was, it, because I wasn't going, let's first go there. The place that I went to to see this band, I was not going to that night. My coworker asked me, because I had a bad day that day, She's like, come out and hear this band. They're amazing. They're here every Tuesday. 
blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, mm, I don't want to go. She asked me three <laughs> times. Three times she asked me. I said, I'm going to go and I'm just going to go. I'm going to have one drink. Don't order me any food. I do not want to do anything. I just want to go just to shut up and say that I went. And I ended up enjoying myself, having a good time. And this situation just happened. Like, it literally just happened. Did did you have, because of the, the family and, you know, because I, I, I know, you know, I know how you are with your family. Like, you're real hands-on. <laughs> you attend mm-hmm. all the, the football games and dance contests. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so because you're so active with your kids, did you have any apprehensions about taking this task on? I did. I did. Um, you know, I felt like at first I was like, it's kind of selfish, you know. Um, is it is it really the best time? Is this my time? And then I was like, what better time than now? Your children aren't little anymore. At that time, um, let me see, three years ago, it would have been a 12-year-old, 10-year-old, and an 8-year-old. So they, they weren't like babies. So it's not like I had to like really fend for them, so to speak. Um, I have an amazing support system too. So they definitely help. And they understand at this point. I mean, they always question me like, mom, where, where are you? That's always the first question they ask me when they call me, even now. Where are you? You at a studio? You got a gig? You know, but they also know that these things afford them the opportunities to cheer, to play football, to play basketball, you know, to do the things that you want to do in life. So it's a sacrifice for everybody when, when I do this. It's a sacrifice for for me, it's a sacrifice for my children, my support system, everybody. Um, but it works. Uh, but I definitely felt like it was selfish at first. And then I said, well, I don't know if this opportunity will come around again to where I'm meeting, you know, influential people in the industry. And, you know, I, I just don't think that that opportunity will come again. So let's seize the moment. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But I can't not know. I can't keep going on not doing things and then wondering if it would have worked. I'd rather try it. It don't work. And then it's like, okay, that's fine. It didn't work. Rather than not trying. And then I don't know. It could have worked. You'll never know. Mm-hmm. Here you are still thinking you're just a wife and a mother. Nothing more, <laughs> nothing less, you know? So yeah, yeah, it was hard, but here we are. <laughs> so here what was are. it like when you, when you made a decision to say, you know what, I'm just going to go ahead and make this decision for me. Man, it was tiring. It was long nights of, you know, seeing, cause I'm, I'm real hands-on just like I am with my children. I'm very hands-on with my business. So like right now they're in rehearsal in a, in a di- different part of our studio. But because even though I don't play an instrument, I need to make sure that what I'm paying you for, you're going to deliver. So <laughs> <laughs> I need to be here cause I need to know if your set list is going to match up with what the client is expecting. I need to make sure that the music that you've selected is going to match the vibe that they're expecting because these people are paying for a service and I expect a certain thing. I expect you to be on time. I expect you to wear what I ask you to wear. I expect you to be respectful. You don't smoke. You don't drink. You don't do any of these things. Like, so I am like a hands-on, like, bossy boss. <laughs> like, as long as you do what, what, as long as you do what's expected, we don't have any problems. That's just like anybody, you know, it's just like a boss on a corporate job or just like a parent in a household. If you do everything that you know you're supposed to do, which are easy things, there's not a problem. I don't even say nothing. I literally, James, I literally get to events and I sit in the back. I record. I hand out my business cards. That's the easy part. It's getting them in the door. I'm like, the number one goal is to get you in the door anywhere or to any event or venue or something like that. 
that's the hard part keeping you there to, to do the stuff over and again, over and over again i love doing it especially because i have a way with people so i tend to put the little icing on the cake that that um customers need or clients need where if it's a birthday party i may give them a shirt made with a birthday card from us because they did not have to, to pick my business but they did so it's like a token of appreciation because they're here in Atlanta, bands are everywhere. We're not the only band. They're everywhere. So I have to find ways to, to set my band and my business apart from the others. And so the little personal touches matter. When they have birthdays, like if they've done an event with us in the past, we send out birthday cards or, you know, e-cards and just little personal touches to say, hey, thank you. Like, we're thinking about you. Um, if someone, if I had a conversation with someone and they said that their son was sick, I'm not going to forget that because I write down everything. I, I take notes, sun stick on this day. Follow up at this day and time to see how little Johnny is doing. Not because it's strategic, but because people do do tend to shop where they know that people care. Mm. Hence the reason I go to Target over Walmart. Because these people will literally <laughs> walk you. <laughs> if I say, where are the towels? They walk me to the towels. Not, oh, over there on out. Mm, I don't know, look up somewhere. You know, they're not doing that. They literally will escort you where you need to go. <laughs> so I may pay a little <laughs> bit more for the quality. <laughs> I got you. Let's, let's talk about the band. Um, clearly they're good because you sat there and listened the whole time. <laughs> so. Yes. <laughs> and then, and then, let them. me make sure that I, the name of the band is Ear Candy, correct? Yes, Ear Candy Experience. How would you describe, how would you... What okay, let's let's start with this. What about what did you hear that night that moved you? Oh, it was like that feel good music. So it it's like music that you feel in your soul. Cause remember, I was having a terrible day. Like, but that music like literally uplifted me. And I'm a believer that music can heal you, it can like soothe your spirit, your soul, your mind, your body. And it literally did all of the above that night. And mind you, we were in like a lounge. It was a matter of fact, it was a cigar bar. And I, I don't like cigar smoke, but I didn't even think about the cigar smoke because they sounded so good. Like, it felt good. Um, they played a mixture of, you know, good 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, current day music that everybody in the room could appreciate. So one thing that I, that I know that we do that others don't is we do assess what they need. And so if it's a 50th birthday party, you know what type of music they want? They want that good <laughs> 70s music, like good 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 music that 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 music when they was recording in the studio with live instruments that's what they want and so versus if you're playing at a corporate event you know i might need to get it i might need to hire a saxophone player because it's more of an intimate feeling to where they they want like jazz just a little soft music in the background so you have to assess what it is that the client wants in order to provide it but i would describe them as a band of all needs a band of all genres um, a band of any capacity that, that you need. Um, it, there's nothing that I could, that someone could request of me that I don't think that they could deliver at all, period. Because wow. they, when I assess them, I tell them what is needed based on what the client says. And they do research. They pull up videos. They take notes. They have rehearsals. It's just things that they do to prepare it's a lot of back work that people don't see. All they see is the good time. You're setting up your instruments and here we go. But it, it's a it, it's a thing, you know, it's a, a, a thing to prepare for for that. And and 
I do ask them, hey, just just research what it was that they wore in this time. Because if somebody wants a seventies party, everybody in the party need to be in seventies, including the band. So you know what I mean. So, mm. um, <laughs> it, it, yeah, it's it, it. I'm a stickler for the fine details, but they appreciate it because they keep getting hired. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do they actually have um do they actually have vocals? People singing on vocals? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So we have different vocalists based on what they want. So if someone wants blues, I have an artist for that. If they want like you know, pop, I have somebody for that. Um old school 70s music, I got someone for that. A lot of them can transition into that. Some will specifically ask for a male vocalist. I've got those. So and on top of that, the drummer and the keyboard player can also sing as well. So that adds another layer of like background vocalists that um, that can come along with it when there's a lead vocalist as well. I know you. I know you all like do events and parties, but mm-hmm. is there a plan for them to actually release their own original music? Mm-hmm. So glad you asked that. But yes. So we recently opened up our own recording studios to prevent us from having to continuously pay other recording studios to do what it was that we can do ourselves. Um, so we launched our recording studio, which I'm here now, and it's in conjunction with a film company. So we have a one-stop shop where you can record your music, record your videos, all in one place. Um but they have been working on their own music here um, for the last couple of months um, and getting ready to record it and have their own album soon. So that'll be exciting. I'll definitely have to keep you posted on that. Any 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 um, date possibly when? Possibly before this, the end of this year. I'm pressing them for before the end of this year. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm pressing mm. them for because they're they're so gifted and so talented that they come up with their own like songs randomly all the time. Um, I'm like, where's your recorder? Did you record it? Like, and I'm always like that little ant in the back, just getting on their nerves. Like, hey, did you do this? Hey, did you do that? But <laughs> I'm sure it would get on someone else's nerves if they knew that it wasn't, you know, I didn't have their best interest. Um, but yes, I'm pushing for, you know, before the end of this year. Do they actually perform original songs at these mm-hmm. events? Okay. Mm-hmm. They do. Some people will request like covers only. And in that case, um, I will say, you know, they may do like one, um, like one original just to kind of, so people can hear what it is that they have to offer that they can actually do original music, you know? Um, but absolutely, absolutely. Now, of course, nobody <laughs> saw this COVID thing coming. Mm-hmm. What what kind of impact? <laughs> oh man! What, what kind of impact? What kind of impact did that have on you guys? Okay, so we had several things booked between you know uh, May, well March. I'm sorry, March, March and July and August. And so when COVID hit, of course, those things canceled we've been rescheduling them because, you know, people put deposits down, so they still want their service. So even if their birthday was in, like, April, they're <laughs> like, okay, I'm going to celebrate in September. <laughs> like, um, we've been, um, we've been blessed to, you know, still not be necessarily financially affected. Only thing that really affected us was just being in certain 
atmospheres, um, like lounges and clubs. But people were still having like small little gatherings. Of course, the price is higher because the need is there. So there's that demand for it. Um, but it, it didn't affect us in a bad way, but it definitely did affect us because we having to rebook things, work around other schedules. We re we book things, and now people want people who originally had April are wanting that date that something else is booked on. So it it more so affected us on the back side of things, like on the back end, administrative side. Uh, but they they were still gigging, still still doing um like virtual things. Like a couple people called us for like virtual events that they were throwing, and we just had to play virtually. You know, uh, <laughs> really? So y'all did virtual? Yes. Yeah, we had two like virtual parties. How was that? <laughs> that? People had yeah, it was pretty dope because what they did was they had like well, one lady had like a Zoom party where she had one, a DJ on the line and then the live band was online. So we did like forty five minutes and you could see the people like jamming and like hey, like on the video. <laughs> wow! And it it was so fun. Like I never would have thought of anything, but you get creative in these times. I mean, people were definitely getting creative because they they wanted that live music. People had like little intimate family dinners where maybe 10 people at their dinner table and then they need like some soft music or something like that. So we may not, we haven't been able to have like a full like six piece band because of restrictions, but more so like four of them, anywhere from two to four. Um, the Zoom party, did y'all, did y'all like record, uh, did y'all set up at, at the studio you at or? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep, we and we set up on the film side, so um, it was a stage, and we had a, a actual set design in the background, so it was nice. It was nice. You, you, we talked about um, kind of. We, we, we kind, we kind of talked about where the band was before you entered the picture. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna ask you this: How important is it for any musical artist to have representation? Representation. Oh, it's very important. Um, because that person is the go-to person no matter what the mood is. So they don't have an off day. They don't have a day to be upset. They don't have a day to be have an attitude. Or, you know, that's your person. When you don't feel like it, they're always doing it. And so they're speaking for you. They're representing you before you get there. So you definitely have, for me, they definitely have shoes to feel because I pump them up. Like, in my mind, there is no band better than mine, okay? Like... <laughs> And and I mean that from the core of me because I feel like there isn't. <laughs> uh, even there are bands here that have been around 20 years. Um, so of course they have like a bigger name, but, and they we've had a lady who, a few people who, you know, that was their favorite band until we got there. And mm. that's, that's what I love. That's, that's the rewarding part for me. It's not, it's not the money. The money is good, but it's not the money for me. It's the, putting the smiles on people's faces and and helping them heal through music and then referring those are the those are the rewarding things for me you already you got a lot on your plate you know family you know and you already got the group but would you actually look to represent other artists and other genres of music i would i actually have a gospel artist as well that i do manage and a hip-hop artist now, for me, I get people that want want me to manage them all the time, but I'll be honest with you. I'm not, I won't do it if I don't believe in you. So if you don't take your gift seriously, I'm not. Um, because again, some, some things come out of my own pocket 
outside of our business account, there's sometimes when I make decisions to get things out of my own money because I believe in my, my business. But if I don't believe in you, I'm not going to invest in you. And so I really have to sit down, talk to you, see what you've been doing before me. Like if they were a band that hadn't done anything, they weren't serious, they didn't practice, they didn't do it, I, I would have been like, because they wouldn't have been good. They wouldn't have been good, been good on the stage that I saw them on. And so um, I do, I represent others. I will represent more if I believe in them, but only if I believe in them. Do you have to, when you do, because let's be honest, uh, uh, like a, a band and a hip hop artist, two, two different people. So mm-hmm. does your approach change when you're talking to, to other people or pretty much, or stays consistent? I'm pretty consistent. Um, I am who I am. Um, um, the hip hop artists, the pro order, they tend to hire my band, the gospel artists does too, to hire the band for their live events that they have because they want that live sound and it ain't nothing mm-hmm. like live music. There's, and, and my thing is this, I'll tell any artist, if I go to you at a venue, like I go see you at a venue and you're playing a track, I'm mad because I could have just turned you on on the radio. I'm not going to come to pay <laughs> to pay for <laughs> to see you sing to a track i'm not gonna do that like i I, no i refuse but if you have a live band it shows me that you're serious it shows me that you want people to have an experience and you want them to feel your music then i'm gonna take you i i I can go with that but the hip hop artists they call us all the time about playing for them even Mm -hmm. if they're going somewhere and they just got like like a, a 15 minute set that they can do they still want us and they still gonna pay because not only that they also get footage that they can put on social media too, you know, because people get tired of, you know, your camera roll going up through Instagram and then you hear a track in the background, they sing on top. <laughs> what? No, absolutely not. That's unacceptable. <laughs> I'm not paying for that. <laughs> so maybe, they all work in conjunction with one another in in more ways than one. What would you, for the people that's listening, what should they expect if they were to, attend the uh, um, Ear Candy Experience event? Just what you said, an experience. So we take you from, you know, um, from one time period to the next time period, all within one period, <laughs> and bring you back around and dip you down. It's just, it's fun. It, we, you're, you're going to, you're going to see fun. You're going to, you're going to see great attitudes. You're going to see you know, you're going to get the experience that I definitely always talk about. Like my, my slogan is the experience you've been waiting for. So in life, we always wait on experiences. We go to Six Flags for an experience. We go to church for an experience. We go to the club for an experience. It's my job with what I do to provide you an experience through live music. And so that's what they would get. On a personal level, where do you see classy entertainment headed? So I see it being um, an entertainment company where I can quit my nine to five. Um, <laughs> so where it, it begins to boom and I have to hire people and, you know, I have an assistant and, you know, um, I'm not having to do as much legwork and I can focus on some more things that I want to do with it. Um, so where it's financing my children's education and, and, and I'm setting up, 
you know, other businesses for my children so that they're not having to work for other people. Um, just things, things like that. Just, it's a starting point to where um, there'll be no lack in anything. Wow. That's my goal. I love hearing that. That's a, <laughs> that's a great goal. And looking, looking on the outside, looking in, you definitely headed there. So I wanted to congratulate you on everything that you're Thank doing. Thank you. Thank you so much, James. That means a lot. Yeah. Um, let's tell the people how they can follow um, Class Entertainment and also the band. Well, you can follow Class Entertainment on Instagram, and that's K-L-A-S-S-I Entertainment. And then Ear Candy Experience is on all social media platforms as Ear Candy Experience. And that's E-A-R-K as in candy and kite, A-N-D-Y. So Ear Candy Experience on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat. Our website is www.earcandyexperience.com. And if you need to book us, and yes, we do travel. We go any and everywhere. Uh, we've gone to Philadelphia. We've gone to New Orleans. We've gone to California. So we go anywhere. Um, give me a call, 770-756-0177. Definitely. Again, I wish you, the band, and everyone all the best. Congratulations with what you're doing, and I'm really expecting to see some big things from you all. Thank you so much, James. I appreciate it. And likewise, the same for you. Same thank for you. you. I appreciate <laughs> it. You're welcome. Um, I want to take this time to thank everyone who listens to the podcast and continue to support it. I truly appreciate it. And if you want to follow me, my Instagram is conversations underscore with underscore Lamp. Thank you all for listening. Have a great day.